Hello and welcome to Nobody Puts Podcast in a Corner. This is the final episode of our current season. It has been a fun couple of months now recording these, so we hope you've enjoyed listening. Um, It was quite nice recently in the Spotify 2020 uh, review of the year. Uh, We got tagged in quite a few posts from people who have been listening saying it was one of their top three podcasts, which was nice, considering we only started it in October. Um, So, uh, yeah, no, really, really good. And... We will bring you a new season next year, um, also with a with a bit of a Christmas special over Christmas that has nothing to do with Christmas, so that will be fun. Uh, but tonight, in our last episode, um, we are going to tackle the IMDb Top 250. However, before we do, I've just realised I've not played my jingle yet, so... Nobody puts podcast in a corner. There we go. Uh, so, tonight... Joining me is not one, not two, not three, but four guests. So uh, let's start with um, a returning guest from uh, a few a few podcasts ago, Andrew. Say hello. hello. How are we? Yes, doing well, doing well. Good, good. Uh, next up, we have Hi, Ross, Emma. Right? Hello, Emma. Not too bad, thank you. Yeah, you. Good returning guest. I think this is your third podcast now. You'll, you, we'll give you a permanent <laughs> seat for future, shall we? <laughs> um, uh, good to have you back. Good to have you back. So thank you. Uh, and then finally, we have um, a, a duo joining us today. Um, one is a returning guest and one is a completely new one. Uh, we have my parents, Susie and Andy. Uh, Susie, welcome back. Hello, Ross. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yes, good, thank you. Good. And Andy, hello. Good evening, Ross. It's, it's been a long time <laughs> since I've been the virgin of a group. Uh, God. <laughs> and we've set the tone already. There you oh, go. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome, welcome. Uh, I hope you all enjoy uh, today's episode. Uh, and to everyone listening, hope you enjoy. As always, um, we encourage you to comment and leave feedback on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or wherever you find the podcast, uh, letting us know your favourite parts of today's episode, even though there's going to be 250 of them. So, for those of you listening that don't know, the IMDb is the Internet Movie Database. It's one of the most famous film information sites on the internet. If a film has been made or a TV show has been made or a documentary or a web series, it is recorded on IMDb. And it shows not just all the information and all the cast and all the crew, but it also has profiles on every single actor out there. Even if you've only ever been in one film for one second, you have a page on IMDb. Uh, It is literally the Bible of all things film. So on this particular uh, website, you can go on there and you can rate every film that you've watched. So you you would Google, I don't know, for argument's sake, Lord of the Rings, and it would bring up Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, and it would tell you the cast and the director and the best boy and the grip and the caterer. And uh, it would also give you the chance to rate it out of 10. Uh, Obviously, one being did not enjoy it at all. 10 being I think it's the best thing since sliced bread. Over the years, these scores have been averaged out to equate to a total top 250 uh, films as voted by you. Uh, the the general public uh, across the entire world. This isn't just a UK-based thing. This is the world. Um, 
Now, the lists do vary depending on the country, but only ever so slightly. Um, it could be literally one film could be a few places higher than another, or it could have a different title because obviously depending on the film's release in the country, it may be called something else. But generally, the 250 stays the same uh, in, in each country. But as time goes on, you get new films come out, they do well, they slip into the top 250, which then pushes something else out. So obviously today, if you're listening to this podcast in a year's time, uh, that would be nice. Um, if you are listening to this podcast in a year's time, the list will probably be different uh, because who knows what else will have come out and what else will have changed by then. So that's the IMDb Top 250. It is highly regarded by film reviewers, uh, actors, directors, and you and me alike. So IMDb is something we'll all refer to when talking about films. And I think, Andrew, in particular, in one of the first podcasts you were with us, you were referring to it quite a lot, weren't you? Yeah, we were it's, going a, films. it's a good little reference to always have up, especially now you obviously you can get it on the phone. You click, click, type it in. Boom, it's even got okay. its own app. Yeah, and you can get all your facts and figures and stuff like that. Uh, click of a button. We should have got them to sponsor this episode. Oh. <laughs> Hindsight. Um, yeah. Okay, so I know, I know. I'll bear it in mind for now. Oh, well, it's all right. When we do the IMDb Worst 100 next season, we'll get them to we sponsor go. that one instead. Um, okay, so guests, are we ready to tackle number 250 yeah. right through to number one? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Good. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So um, let's begin. So 250 rated 8.0 on IMDb is The Terminator. Now I'm going to take a guess and say that we've all seen this before. Um, but we'll start off with uh, the virgin of the group, to quote him, Andy. What do you think of The Terminator? Uh, the Terminator. The original and the best. Oh, really? Mm. Definitely. Mm. So you would say that Terminator is better than Terminator 2? Uh, yes. Controversially. Oh, contra controversial, Ooh. indeed. Oh, yeah. we're off to a controversial start. Well, I can categorically say I don't agree with you there, but Same. Uh, it's, uh, I, I, I'm the other way around. I think 2 is the best followed by 1, but that's just me. What What is it that makes it better? Is it because it's the first one? Yeah, it's the first one. It's, 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 it's giving you the start of the story really the rest of it yeah. is, is it's the time travel thing again isn't it the paradox yeah, of time travel yeah no i can appreciate that uh obviously we, we've had many a conversation about how time travel works we have. <laughs> if it were a real thing <laughs> um uh so yeah okay no fair enough uh emma terminator See, thoughts uh, what do you think i like it but like i wouldn't watch it like it wouldn't be my go-to film i would watch it if it's on the tv and there's nothing else to watch Fair, fair. Summed up quite nicely. Uh, Susie, thoughts? Yeah, I'm afraid I agree with the majority. Two was the better one for me, but sitting on the fence a little bit, I do agree with Andy in that it was a good introduction to um, a franchise that obviously in the 80s was of its time. Of course. No, of course. Appreciate that. And Andrew, any final thoughts you want to offer? Final thoughts echoing both yourself and Susie. Number two for me is uh, a more enjoyable film. Uh, with, uh, with number one, of course, yes, it does set up the, the concept, the idea. 
But in terms of like action and especially when I was watching it as a small lad, uh, I wanted more action and I felt like there, was a li- there wasn't enough action in the first one. It was more of a chase scene. Yeah. No, fair enough. Okay, cool. So generally well accepted by everyone. That's a good start. Okay, thank you all. Okay, moving on. 249. The first of, because uh, I know the list, obviously, I've had a look ahead. Um, uh, 249, the first of many Charlie Chaplin entries, The Circus. Uh, the 1928 film, The Circus. Who has seen this? No. no. I don't think I have, no. Okay, well, okay, fine, fair enough. Well, this will be an easy one. I have, and I can say it's delightful. Uh, As most Charlie Chaplin things tend to be, if you are a fan of him, uh, it was just a bit of fun more than anything. Um, But then I... (sighs) I think that about all of his stuff. So, um, but my, my favorite one of Charlie Chaplin's, which I won't say just yet, I believe is in the list. So we'll get to that in a bit. Okay. Next one. Um, 248 is a film called Tangerines. Um, so I have no idea. I've never heard of this film. Uh, it is, I believe, uh, a foreign language film. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I've never heard of it. Has anybody else here heard of it? No. No. <laughs> okay. Well, it's 248 on the list, so clearly it's worth having a look at. Okay, next one on the list, 247, a film called The Battle of Algiers. Is that Algiers? I'm Algiers. probably not saying that right. Algiers. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? No. 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 Okay. No. Uh, no. Emma, Emma, no. no. <laughs> Just. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Well, this is going well. Okay, 246. I know some people here have seen this. 246. I love this The film. Princess Bride. <laughs> yes. It's my <laughs> top films. Okay. All right, Emma, we'll go straight over to you then. Oh, Talk to us about it. The Princess Bride. It's my Bride. top 10 films overall and my top five Sunday films. It's just such a feel-good film. It's so light. It's got everything you want in it. A bit of action, fairy tale, love. It's just, oh, it's just enough, such a good film. <laughs> nice. And I still haven't watched it. <clears throat> I know, I'm terrible. I'm so sorry. What I said I was going to, and, and I still haven't. Um, I know, you did. You actually did. That's terrible of me. I'm so sorry. I will watch it. Um, okay. Uh, Susie, have you seen The Princess Bride? A very long time ago, so not really in a position to comment. I think I probably... Looking at the premise, I probably did enjoy it. But yeah. like with Emma, I would probably watch it if it was on. Um, maybe not quite as <laughs> energetically, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, Andrew? Yes, I love this movie. It's so good. I was introduced to it in school. And just, yeah, it's it's a beautiful movie. Okay, no worries. Uh, and Andy? What do you reckon? <laughs> 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 I feel like you've seen it, but probably don't care for it. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. All right. No worries. Uh, at least I'm not alone. Yay. Uh, okay. Moving swiftly on. 245. Uh, the 2011 The Help. I need I to vi- see this. I vividly okay. remember uh, seeing this, but I can't remember what exactly what happened in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like, Susie, this might be one that you've seen. Yes, this would be in my top 10 of all-time oh. favourite films. Not wow. sure what position, um, okay. but I really, really like this film and um, have you it. Can you talk to us a little bit about why? 
Well, I think because of the story, because we're, we're looking at an era in American history where there were a lot of changes afoot about um, segregation and wealthy white American families still employing um, black maids um, and gardeners. And there was a lot of um, turmoil on going around them because in the 60s, obviously, you had the likes of, um, oh, goodness me, the... Um, what were we trying to say, babe? <laughs> Martin Luther King. (laughs) Ah. Sorry, sorry, my history and brain just just stopped working then. You had Martin Luther King, and obviously, you had a lot of unrest around that period, and rightly so. You know, it had to happen, and it was um, a film that really kind of encapsulated all of that was going on in that time in the Deep South in America. And I think on a lighter point, it's acted very well. There's some really funny scenes with um, some of the actresses. Viola Davis, one of her maybe earlier films, because it's from 2011. You've obviously got Emma Stone in it. And you've also got Octavia Spencer, who I personally think just rules the whole film. Okay, cool. Nice, yeah. No, uh, I was just looking at the cast here. It is. It does look very, very good. Strong female cast. So I will definitely add that to the list. Has anybody else... Um, uh, Andy, have you seen it at all? Yes, I've seen it. I enjoyed it, yes. You enjoyed it, yeah? Okay, good, good. Okay. Um, Emma, Andrew, did you I, both I, say you hadn't seen it? Sorry, I think or I, you, have, I haven't but I vividly it. remember it because I remember my parents I remember my parents renting oh, it. Oh, yes. Or getting it. Cool. Okay, cool. Okay, no worries. Nice. Good film there then. Good recommendation. Right, moving on. Uh, I think the next few we'll we'll get through quite quickly. Um, So New 244, a film called The Invisible Guest from 2016. Anyone seen this? No. No, it was invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was an easy one. Next on is a Bollywood film called Drishayam. Drisham. Drisham. No. Apologies, I'm probably not pronouncing that properly, but uh, no. so I, anybody here seen it? No. no. I have to say there are some very, very good Bollywood films out there, so maybe it's one that's worth a watch. Um, okay, next one, uh, number 242. This came up the other night in conversation. It happened one night from 1934. The reason this came up was because I was mentioning it's one of the uh, one of the uh, three films in history to have won the big five at the Oscars, which is Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, Best Screenplay, and Best Overall Film. Um, I don't remember what the other two films are. I think one of them might be Titanic. No, it's not Titanic. That's a lie. I can't remember. Anyway, the point is, is that Yes. Uh, it happened one night, 1934. Uh, anybody here seen it off the top no. of their head? Clark no. Gable. No. I don't think no. I have. No. No? Okay. Well, worth worth a watch by all accounts, but I've not seen it either. Okay, next one um, is a 1984 film called Paris, Texas. No. 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 Okay. This is going well. Uh, next one, 240 film. Uh, 240 film. <laughs> Number 240 is a film called In the Mood for Love, uh, which I believe is a Japanese, Japanese film. Yeah. yeah, Japanese, yeah. Um, again, no. anyone here seen it? <laughs> no. No. 
Okay, not a problem. Okay, well, we, we'll, we'll get to some films shortly that I'm sure we've all seen. Uh, 239, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. <laughs> I feel like this is a French film. I it could looks... be wrong. Hang on, let's have a look at some of the Oh, it names. is. I think it is French. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, not seen it. And it's I'm guessing uh, it's fact... a wonderful depiction of a portrait of a lady on fire. No, I'm talking <laughs> absolute nonsense. <laughs> Okay, next one, 238, Before Sunset. Uh, this is part of the um, the trilogy of films uh, directed by Richard Linklater, uh, starring Ethan Hawke and Judy Delpy. Has anybody here seen any of the no. uh, Before no. films? You've got no. Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, and Before something else I can't remember. But the whole the, the set of films were before filmed mid- over like 30, 30 odd years or something. Before so I would like to watch them. Before Midnight, that's it, yes. Okay, um, 237, a film called Rang de Ban- Basanti. Rang de Basanti, there we go. Uh, looks like another Bollywood film. No. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yep, okay. No, no. Moving on. This is good. Moving on. 236, the 1940 film Rebecca. Interestingly, I did watch this. Um, not that long ago, but only because I've watched the modern version. Yes. Um, and I actually said to Andy that I was glad that I didn't know the story of Rebecca because it would have spoiled the ending for me. But so I really liked the modern version um, and enjoyed watching that, which then prompted me to see where another version was. And just coincidentally enough, it popped up a few days later on Sky. So I watched it and I had, so yes, I have seen this and I watched it not that long ago. I believe also this is the first of many Hitchcock films that is also in the list. So yeah. And also starring Laurence Olivier. Indeed. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing nobody no. else. Anybody else? No. 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 Okay. Right. Uh, next one, 235, a film called, Oh goodness. Riffiffy. 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 1955. Not a French film, isn't it? Uh, probably. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, right. It's all right. Don't worry. The next one we've all seen. <laughs> yeah. So finally, we're back into familiar territory. 234, Monsters, Inc., the first Pixar film on the list. So I know we've all seen this. So uh, Susie, straight over to you. Monsters, Inc., thoughts? Love it, love it, love it. Okay, good thoughts, good thoughts. One of, uh, my, one of my Disney top fives. Oh, wow, okay, interesting, strong words. Andrew? Well, yes, I also love it, love it, love it. I was just about to comment on how low it is on the board. I would want it a bit higher. Okay, yeah, but yeah, but when you think about how many films mm. Pixar and Disney and, and, and yeah, you know, but no, at least it's in the top 250, that's the way that to look is, at it. That is. Okay, Andy, thoughts on Monsters, Inc.? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's not one of my better ones, but you know, my favourite yeah. one, shall I say. It's, it's, it's a good film. But it's an enjoyable film. Yeah, I okay. love the film and too, Emma. but I've just done the maths. It came out when I was eight years old. Way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. God, yeah, it feels like forever ago. <laughs> um, so is it, is it, def- is it uh, one of your favourites or is it Yeah, it's know, definitely one of my favourites, or... to be fair. Uh, yeah, Mike Mazowski. Yeah. How can you not love him? 
<laughs> I yeah, I have to say I do enjoy Monsters Inc., but I feel like Pixar have done so many other stronger films. Um, Monsters Inc. was always that one that I enjoyed, but would never. I, I can honestly tell you, I've never actively gone out of my way to watch Monsters Inc. Um, Actually, it just yeah. It, yeah it's just one of those ones that i don't sit there and go i'm gonna watch monsters inc if it's on i'll go yeah maybe um i enjoy it but it has never it's never had that appeal to make me want to go back and rewatch it um but there are where there are many other pixar films that will make me do that which i'm hoping are also on this list um okay cool moving on uh 233 gangs of wasiper what a name um no. 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 Okay. No. 232. Uh, Norse. Oh, God. This looks like a potential anime film. Uh, if Martin was here, he'd pronounce this properly for me. But uh, Norsisa Nor- Nor- of the Valley of Wind. I believe it is a Ghibli film, or it's part uh, of that. Um, yeah, that, that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, I, I haven't. But I do like that when it comes to the Studio Ghibli films, the art style is just beautiful. Yeah, it is. Okay, right. Oh, it's this bloody film next. <laughs> 231, Rocky. Um, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Uh, Andy, start us off with Rocky. What do you think of Rocky? Um, yeah, very good film. It's uh, my second favourite Rocky film. Oh, what's, what's your favourite? Oh, four. Yes. 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 Um, I haven't seen Creed and the newer ones, but they're meant to be good. But Rocky is a good film. Very good film. Okay. Cool. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Good start. I love Rocky. Uh, Emma, I love the Rocky. whole Rocky franchise. I would highly recommend watching Creed as well, by the way. Very, very good films. But yeah, the first one is it's, it's definitely my favourite, I think, out of all of them. Okay. Cool. Good. Good. Nice. Andrew? Uh, yeah, uh, Rocky is a beautiful uh, first tale, especially also when you start looking at the history. I won't go into it now, but the actual history of how Sylvester Stallone went around yeah. making the movie, it's fascinating. And it is I, a very heartwarming story. I agree with Andy. Number four is the best one. But yeah. Okay. And Susie? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, again, franchise of its time, um, really good to see that um, it's come back again and that Sylvester Stallone has been able to bring the character back. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say not one of my biggest, um, I'm not one of his biggest fans, as we mentioned before in one of the previous podcasts, but certainly um, a franchise in its infancy of its time. Yeah. Okay. No, nice. Okay. And I've not seen any of them, so I can't say shit, uh, which I'm constantly getting, um, getting a lot of crap for, but Hey, uh, I will watch them one day. I'll watch them at the same time. I watch princess bride. So I'll come away from that day. Very confused. So, um, okay. Number 230, a film called Amours Peros. No. Potentially French. Yes, it looks French to me. No, okay. No one. Okay, moving on. Uh, 229, a film called La Haine. French again. <laughs> yep, <laughs> a lot of French. To be fair, the French know how to make their films. Um, okay, 228, a film called Andre Rublev. No. That's got to be Russian. Sounds it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it was directed by someone called Andre Tarkovsky. So I am willing to bet it's potentially Russian. Um, okay, moving on. 227, Hotel Rwanda. Um, I've seen this film. I remember seeing this when I was in year nine humanities i think and it it scarred me uh, a very very brutal um but brilliant film um obviously based on the the true story uh very good and my first introduction to don Cheadle as well uh, so yeah yeah, Probably yeah. i agree i definitely agree he's done you know he's done some good stuff but yeah, it, yeah. this by far is his strongest film i think i've seen him in uh so on that note andy obviously um, you've seen it you, do you yeah enjoy I, it? I agree with everything you said it is, is it, it does leave you sort of wondering about life itself i think you know Absolutely, how people yeah. can treat other people you know it's it's it's, it's hard hitting should we say yeah 100 percent agree um anybody else here seen it i haven't no our humanities movie was roots <laughs> oh okay yeah fair enough good old roots <laughs> um emma susie have you seen hotel rwanda i i have a long time ago i don't remember a huge amount about it um but yes i i have seen i don't it. think i have okay and emma it's not ringing any bell no <laughs> fair enough uh one no, fair enough. One to, one to watch, one to watch. Uh, but be prepared, that's all I'll say. Uh, okay, moving on, 226. We are on a film called Spotlight, which got mentioned the other night for starring loads of Marvel actors. It has Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Lee Schreiber, John Slattery, Stanley Tucci. Just basically, if you've starred in a Marvel film, you've been in this film. Um it's only came out in 2015, but it's the true story about the Boston Globe. Um, uh, something to do with um, it's the Catholic Church and that stuff. Uh, kids. Uh, sorry, yeah. kids. That's awful. Uh, child, child molestation. There we go. Um, that's what I was trying to find the words for. Um, yes. Anybody here seen no. it? No. 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 Okay. no. Very good film. Very good film. Quite, again, quite disturbing. <laughs> um, but again, solid performance from a lot of good actors. And usually most things Michael Keaton's in are pretty good, to be fair. So, okay. 225, The Passion of Joan of Arc, 1928. Okay, no. moving on. 224, the four, the, this, this, this title always makes me chuckle. 224, The 400 Blows. Uh, anyone seen that? 1959, a French film. No. Okay. Oh, she sounds like a game girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on. 223, Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Uh, and Andrew, get us started. Oh. Okay. Life of Brian is amazing. For people, it's their number one. For me, it's my number two film of the Monty, Py Monty Pythons. And obviously, I'll say for the number one, because hopefully it'll be in this list. I believe it is. Yeah. Um, I love it. There's just, it's just, it's beautiful. The way they play on the human, and then they poke fun of, of, of Christianity and all of that, and that whole concept. Oh, it's hilarious. It obviously turned heads at the time, but that's genius. It's, it's, yeah. it's brilliant. Nice. Okay. Uh, Susie, thoughts? Oh, yes. I mean, anything Monty Python, even though I was relatively young when they used to be on the television, it was something that was always on 
after I went to bed. As, <laughs> as I got older, I think the intrigue of not being able to watch it as a child, mm-hmm. I got into it as a teenager and love all their films. And I love watching the episodes from the television um, on Gold as well. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, cool. just echoing uh, what Emma- everybody else says. Love Monty Python. Love that film as well. Again, with Andrew, it's not my favourite, but I love it. Cool. And Andy. Yes, agree with everything said so far. Cool. Okay, next one, 222. I absolutely love this film. Uh, Rush. Uh, obviously, Chris Hemsworth, um, the, the, the story of, um, oh, I love it that much. I've forgotten their <laughs> bloody names. James, Hunt. James. Hunt. James that's Hunt. it, James Hunt. Nicky Lauder. Uh, and Nicky Lauder, of course. Um, I'm the only one, Ross, that's having moments of. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, when you're, you're going through so many films, your brain's just all over the place. It's, it's more than understandable. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Rush, absolutely fantastic film. I believe you, you, you and me went to see it in the cinema, Andy, um, if I recall. Um, <laughs> you don't remember, it's fine. I do, it was a good <laughs> film. <laughs> uh, Yes. So, no, good film. Good film. I, I thought it was fantastic and I think it's probably one of my favourite Chris Hemsworth performances. Um, uh, yeah, who, yeah who I've seen, seen it. Seen um, I was personally surprised because it's like for, it was Formula One and Formula One is no interest of me. And I only watched it because somebody put it on and I was like, just watch it. And I actually really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was brilliant. It is a good film. Very, very, uh, very powerful, I think. You see, that was the reason why I didn't watch it, because, oh, it's a Formula One film. I'm not going to know any of the behind of the story or any of that. And so for me, it just sort of flew by and, uh, yeah, never really gave it any look. That would have been so much better if you said (laughs) it, it, you know, drove by, you know. Yeah, Yeah, there was was the obvious. There was the obvious. I just just like the fact, um, (laughs) just the storyline, somebody's determination to accomplish their goals, their dreams. Yeah, absolutely. See, it is worth a watch, Andrew. I can can honestly say I highly recommend it. I'm not a massive Formula One fan, but I I love this film. It's definitely one of my favourites. So, uh, Susie? Um, yeah, so I've, I didn't see it at the cinema, but I have watched it since and I'm not wanting to take anything away from what probably Andy will say. Um, we were around when these guys were racing and to be able to look back and, um, you know, compare is, yeah. is, quite, is quite good. So I'll... Yeah. Okay. So on that note, Andy, your thoughts? Yeah, probably the best film about F1 if you don't count the documentary about Senna. Yeah, of course. It's, it's a very good film. Very good film. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. Um, did you feel like the two lead actors lived up to the... Yeah, the, the you... um, chappy that I don't know his name. Daniel, Daniel Grohl, Grohl, I think yeah, his I thought is, he was yeah. fantastic as um, Nicky Lauder. Yeah, absolutely. He got his mannerisms and his, the way he looked. Perfect, yeah. I thought. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, fantastic film. Wonderful. Okay, moving on. 221, The Wages of Fear. 1953 no. film. No. 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 Okay. Uh 220 The Handmaiden 2016 film looks Japanese no. again. No. Okay. Not a problem. 2 th- 2 th- 219 Logan. Obviously the last uh Hugh Jackman Wolverine film came out in 2017. Um I I thought it was good. 
I thought it was a very good film. I thought it was a nice, nice end to, you know, regardless of whether you like the X-Men films, uh, Hugh Jackman undeniably brought the character to life on screen and did a good job of doing it for, you know, I think 18 odd years in the end, it must have been. Um, so it was a fitting end to his character and it was a good film, you know, nice to see him and Patrick Stewart, you know, actually get a film to themselves and, and quite emotional, quite heartwarming and, thoroughly enjoyable but for me the previous one called the wolverine was better uh in my just that's my opinion slightly controversial i know there's a lot of marvel fans out there that would be shaking their heads in disappointment right now but um who else has seen logan andy have you seen logan no i kept meaning to see it and i've never watched it oh okay definitely definitely because i wanted to see the noir version the what the black and white one Oh, the noir version. Sorry, noir. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, I have seen a part of it, and yeah, I can certainly see why it works in in black and white for sure. Um, but need to watch the full thing. I love Emma, it. I went to cinema to watch it, and um, I, yeah, same as you. I thought it was nice to wrap it up how they did for Hugh Jackman slash Wolverine. Um, obviously, Patrick Swayze as well. Like it was just not Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would, that would have been a wonderful shock oh if he'd <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Stewart. I'm really not with it Patrick today. Stewart. Sorry, guys. Um, long day at right. um, But anyway, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the film. <laughs> Clearly. Good. Okay. Um, so, Andrew. Uh, went to go watch it in the cinema with my dad and one of dad's friends who's a massive uh, geek nerd. He's like us. He likes all that kind of uh, Marvel movies. Well, comic book movies, should I say, because he also you know, has a, a thing to say about DC as well. Um, safe to say when we came out, I think everyone was all pleased with the movie. So good. Yeah, really good. Good, good, good. Okay, and Susie, um, I'm guessing you may not have seen it if Andy hasn't. No, I haven't seen it, and without sounding too brutal, it's not a film that I'd probably yeah, about yeah, wait for. No, that's fine. Okay, 218, Into the Wild, 2007 film. Um, I've, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, anyone seen it? No? I've seen no. it. This- no. No. Um, oh, Emma, I think thoughts it's on a beautiful film. Obviously, it's based on a true story, if I remember correctly. How this guy, he basically, he just basically sells all this stuff and just goes and does what he wants to do, even though he's a very highly accomplished man. He could have done anything he wanted, and instead he chose to do go down a different path. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a really beautiful film about how he met those people, created friends, and how he lived in Alaska in the wild. It was yeah. I, I highly recommend oh, it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, nobody else seen it? No? No. 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 Okay. Right. 217. Platoon. That's so good. <laughs> okay. Andrew, in, in, in two sentences or less, get, tell us about Platoon. Okay. So it's Charlie Sheen in a Vietnam War basically doing a dead ringer of his father, Martin Sheen in apocalypse now it's just amazing and also you got the final well one of the final shots you got the shot in particular with william defoe getting shot and his arms are going up it's on the poster it's not a spoiler um it's wonderful i love it so much excuse me cool no no cool i guess you like that film then that's good uh okay uh susie have you seen platoon i haven't no no okay andy 
Yes, yes, uh, um, hard eating film again, and one of many that were around at the time about the Vietnam War. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, I enjoyed the film. It's a good film. Yeah, cool, good, good, yeah, yeah, and I agree with everything already said. Uh, okay, um, because I'm conscious that we're already 35 minutes in and we've not even hit 200 yet, I'm going to speed things up a little bit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start picking, uh, we're still going to cover most of the 250, but when I think we've got to get to one that maybe potentially all of us haven't seen, which I'm just going to, you know, just brush yeah. over it. So hope you don't mind. Listeners, you know, if you've got a problem... Don't bother telling me about it. Um, so, okay, we're going to go right over to... Well, we're actually going to go to the next one, to be fair, because typically the next, like, ten films look, look pretty good. Um, but I'm, I've am i not seen this. I want to know if anybody else has seen this. Um, Haichi, A Dog's Tale with Richard Gere. No. I love this film. <laughs> okay. T- t- talk to us briefly about why this Very- film is so good, because I've avoided what? it because I thought it would make me cry. Yes, and you're right, it will. It's um, just very quickly, it's based on a true story. The origins of it started in Japan. It's about a businessman who takes an abandoned dog home to his family and the dog follows him to the train station every day and waits for him. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to say any more because it would be a spoiler. But you need a box of tissues because you will be crying. Uh, That's why I won't watch it. Okay. Um, I I think from the sounds of it, you may be the only person that's seen it here. Yes. Yep. Okay. Right. Cool. No worries. Moving on. Um, 215, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two. So the very last Harry Potter film. Um, Really quick round the the table. Uh, Emma, thoughts? Okay, cool. Uh, Andy? Yeah, it looks like Harry Potter, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Susie? Um, yeah, sorry, Potter. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. Andrew? <laughs> nah, it's Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with all of you. Yeah, it's not a bad film, but uh, it's Harry Potter. Okay, uh, 214 on the list is Ben Hur, the original 1959 version. Uh, Andy, Ben Hur, thoughts? Classic epic. Cool, nice. Uh, anybody else want to chime in with anything? It's one of the longest films, uh, feature <laughs> films that isn't used for like you know fancy art projects. It's one of the longest. The longest is Cleopatra. Oh, nice. Okay, bit of trivia there. Um, 213, Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, great film. Oh, yeah. Paul, yeah, Newman. Paul, Paul Newman, isn't it? It certainly is, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a good prison film and how he gets on in prison and with the guards there. Yeah, yeah. The, the way they treat him and all the rest of it. Yeah, it's a good film. It's a good nice. um I actually own it, but I've not seen it, shamefully. So Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give it a go. Classic. I'll give it a go. Classic, yeah. classic, that's the word. Okay, right. Uh, 212, Dead Poet Society. Emma, no, have you seen Dead list. Poet Society? W- w- watch list, though. <laughs> witch list. Your witch list? <laughs> I can't watch, <laughs> That's a very different list. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, who's seen Dead Poet Society? Yes. Thoughts? Very good. Obviously, Robin Williams. Mm, I'm not seeing it. Haven't you? <laughs> no, no, never. When I, I, I suck it on once and it just didn't take my 
to take my liking. It's the one where he gets on the desk and says, um, my captain, old captain, or whatever it is, isn't it? Oh, captain, my captain, um, yeah, the kids. Yeah, on the I, desk. Just, I just, it's a film about kids in school. I literally yeah. couldn't give two shits. So uh, not even Robin Williams can make me watch that film. So, um, Can't pay DM. Yeah, seize the teeth. Um, <laughs> um, okay, right. Um, 211. Stand by yeah. me. Anyone seen it? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, uh, Andrew, Emma, thoughts? It's good. It's good. It's Stephen King novel, obviously, adaptations. Got Will Wheaton, River Phoenix. I liked it. Will Wheaton. Okay. What Andrew says, I really Emma? liked it. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Two hundred and eight. We're jumping up a bit now. A million dollar baby. Ah. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, Hillary something. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. That's the one. Andy, have you seen Million Dollar Baby? I have. Very good film. Clint Eastwood, obviously, you know, fan and that. And he did yeah. um, direct it as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you enjoyed it, yeah. Yes, yes, very good film about uh, struggles in boxing and that, and even wanting to, not wanting to, what's the train, train her and that, but then he does, and she's very good, but then okay. not going to spoil the ending. <laughs> no, no, fair enough, fair enough, not a problem. Uh, anybody else yeah, want to chime in with anything? Really, just a really good film. Yeah. I would no? recommend okay. watching it if you haven't. Cool. Oh. Yeah, wonderful. Right, um, we're going to jump ahead of you in a second, but really quickly, 207 is Mad Max Fury Road. This I is have such a <laughs> uh, 215, obviously, this is the one with Shalise Theron and Tom Hardy. Uh, Andrew, we'll save your issues for another day, but yeah. give us them in a sentence really quickly. It was rated apparently the best movie of the decade, and I'm like, nope. Yes, that would be by Empire Magazine. Uh, Empire Magazine felt the need to say that this was the best movie of the decade, and I haven't a clue why, when you have so many other better films out there. Has anybody here seen it and actually yeah. enjoyed it? No. No. Cool. I, I'm also, I've, I, I gave up halfway through. I really did not enjoy it at all. Um, there was no appeal there whatsoever. Okay, jumping ahead. 204, 12 Love Years a film. Slave. Very emotional. Film. Whoa, okay, Susie, <laughs> go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm probably just going to say what everybody else is going to say. It's a really good film, and um, it's it's got um, <laughs> Chitty Chitwell thank you and i apologize if any of his relatives are listening but it was the first introduction for me to his acting skills he's an amazing actor you've also got a lot of other famous actors in there but obviously got brad pitt michael fassbender but it's an absolutely brilliant film I have to agree. I loved it. Um, I remember it because it did well at the Oscars, and that obviously was an encouragement for me to watch it. Yeah, thoroughly I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Uh, Emotional, Emma. but it's it's such a good watch. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, Andy, Andrew, can't say any more than what's been said. I was just going to add that it's very raw. Just for anyone who wants yeah. to go in and watch it, it's very raw. Okay, right. 202, Le Mans 66, or otherwise known in America, Ford v Ferrari. Now, this is one of the more recent additions to the list. 200, uh, 219, come on, Ross. 2019, um, starring Matt Damon and Christian Bale. I have to say, I watched this recently and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, another one, actually, on the lines of the F1 uh, kind of, you know, lifestyle. Um, 
and yeah no absolutely loved it i thought christian bale gave a um you know one of his best performances of his career in this film if i'm honest um has anybody else here seen it yet yeah agree yeah. with what you just said yeah oh really, wonderful really good based on again based on a true story and it actually makes you want to look into the actual story as well you know i did I wish, a little- uh, yeah and I, I yeah I, I yeah i watched the film and i did i looked i looked into a lot of it you know and then you know bits maybe where the film dramatize certain things or went a little bit off course with it but for the most part i think they pretty much stuck with 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 what really happened didn't they yeah yeah wonderful okay um let's jump ahead to okay 199 how to train your dragon um so good okay uh, yeah okay we're all has anybody here not like it no okay Okay, wonderful. There we go. How to Train Your Dragon is a success. Uh, Let's move on. Um, 195, The Big Lebowski. I've never seen it. Can't say I've ever really wanted to, but I've heard it's very good. Andy, have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. Has anybody here seen it? It's a good film. It's the dude, and it's it's all about... Well, it's not all about bowling. Jeff Bridges, isn't it? Jeff Bridges plays the dude. And, yeah, it's... I think, um, to put it lightly, I think you would need to have some sort of uh, aid. It's one of those, like, it was early Doors Stoner movies. It's very oh, chill. Okay, yeah. It's very kind of surreal. and It's, it's, it's a good movie. Okay, cool. Uh, 192, uh, one of the only Steven Spielberg films I actually very much adore. Catch Me If You Can. Um, and not just not just uh, that, but one one of the very few Tom Hanks films that I absolutely adore as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I think this film is fantastic, and it's just it ticks every box that I I want in a film. Um, and I have to say, Leonardo DiCaprio gave a cracking performance in it as much as Tom Hanks did. So anybody else here want to give some thoughts on Catch Me If You Can? Really good film. Always watch it when it's on, and also really love the music. Ah, yes. Yeah, John Williams. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, great film. Okay. True story. Yeah, yeah, yes, true story. Yes, of course it is. Um, Frank Frank Abagnale Jr., isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, 190. Love this film. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Who's seen Hacksaw Ridge? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, oh, I have not yet. Yeah, no. yeah. I... I um, directed by Mel Gibson, uh, Andrew Garfield. It's the true story uh, about the medic. Uh, he was a pacifist uh, in World War Two for the American Army. Uh, Desmond Doss. Just it, absolutely phenomenal film. But you know, well, what do you expect when Mel Gibson directed it? <laughs> Emma, do you want to add anything to it? Since um, Saving Private Ryan, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, highly, highly recommend it. Andy, you quite like your war films, don't you? Yeah, I've seen this one. Now. I will, I will lend you it. It is very, very good. Yeah, I think yeah. you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Thoroughly enjoy yeah. it. Okay, uh, one hundred eighty nine Grand Budapest Hotel, Wes Anderson, first Wes Anderson film on the list. Uh, I think Ray Fiennes gives again a career, a career best performance in this film. Anybody else here seen it? It's been on. Yeah, my list we watched so it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It's it's very quirky, and you have to be oh, in yes. the right frame of mind to watch it and enjoy it yep i agree um stellar cast you know you've got uh willem defoe jeff goldblum tilda swinton um the list goes on very yeah you i think that's the best way you summed it up quite nicely quirky yeah cool 
188, Gone Girl. Oh, oh silence all round. Silence speaks. Oh, I don't remember it. No. Ben I think Affleck. I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Uh, yeah, it's one of those. It can't be that memorable. I think we did see it because it was everywhere, Is but it? I don't remember a lot about it. Ben Affleck it. and his wife disappears or something like that. Yes, spot on that. Ben, ben Affleck and his um, uh, his missus, Rosamund Pike, uh, she goes missing. He gets accused of the murder, uh, or murdering her, sorry. Um, and uh, yeah, and it has a big twist in it. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I actually quite, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was quite, it was one of those films that I thought, oh God, here we go. And actually was pleasantly surprised. So, okay, moving up in the list, 186, In the Name of the Father. Daniel Day-Lewis, 1993. Anyone have any thoughts on this? Fantastic film. Yes, And I it's agree. got Pete Popperwhite in it. Oh, he's such a good actor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a very good actor. Yeah, yeah. That's a great story. Um, Again, another true story. And it's, um, it's done oh, well. It's done very well. It's dramatised very well, considering, again, it, we have lived, Dad and I have lived in that time. So we remember the IRA bombings. And I, was, the, I was literally just about to ask, doesn't this film have something to do with the IRA? Yeah, yes. yeah. And and then being um, wrongly accused of bombing, um, I think it was, it was a pub, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but at the time, this was going on all over the place and they were just grabbing hold of any Irish a Republican that happened to be crossing their path and accused them of doing it. It was just awful. And when you, and, and again, it's very hard hitting because it's so true. So well acted, so well directed. I mean, it is just, I don't know why it's at a hundred and what is it? 186. 86. I mean, yeah. it should but be, it's... you know, 86 at least. Okay, cool. No, powerful words. Uh, that has certainly made me want to give it a go. So, uh, okay. Nice one. Uh, anybody else want to add in anything? No, okay, okay, 185. Next on the list, The Deer Hunter. It's got Christopher Walken in it. Yeah. And Is I... it also Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro. Christopher. Yeah, Robert De Niro. I haven't Who's seen it. Yeah, sorry, I haven't seen it, but because of when it was made in 78, my elder sister went to see it, and along with Jaws, it was one of the most scariest films she'd ever seen. Oh, wow. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, but I've never seen it because of that, and I don't know. I don't. I think it's got something to do with Russian roulette, but I couldn't be sure. Okay, fair enough. Well, I have not seen it, so I can't comment. But I would like to. Uh, so. Oh, that's what that scene. So I, I watched. I've seen the Russian roulette clip, and I've wondered what that's from. Right. Ah. Okay. Yeah, there apart we go. From the Russian roulette scene, I think it's fairly slow and a bit tedious. Oh, wow. okay. it won, if I recall, it did win quite a few Oscars, though, didn't well, it? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, it did quite well. The, but okay. again, the soundtrack is amazing. All right, cool. Um, one to add to the list, but maybe not for a little while. <laughs> uh, okay, 183. Um, I watched this quite recently, actually. Uh, on the Waterfront, 1954, Marlon Brando. No, probably should no. do, but I haven't. Mm, yeah. Same. I know the quote, though. I agree. The quote of, uh, could have been somebody. Could have been a contender. Yeah. That's my bad impression. Great, great, great impression there. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm here all week. I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andy, did you sorry? Did you say you had seen it? Or no, I, I'm, I'm, I should see. I should watch it. Uh, it's one of the okay. classic films that you yes. should watch. Oh yeah, there's we, there's loads of classic films people haven't seen, you know, yeah, and yet. Yeah. People always still give you shit for not seeing them, like Rocky. Anyway, um, 90, 19, 
179, sorry, another Clint Eastwood, Gran Torino. Andy, have you seen this one? Yes, very good film. Very good film. It's it's about, um, you know, racism as well, like we've dealt with in other films. And uh, he comes around to it and he's, he's sort of, Dirty Harry is an old man. Yeah. Yes, it definitely yeah. is. Yeah, I agree with you there, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's good. I, I enjoyed it. The only thing I wasn't so keen on was him singing at the end, but whatever. Anybody else want to chip in with anything to do with Gran Torino? I forgot about the singing at the end. I must have completely. Yeah, I must have like blocked that, that out. Just switched off by that <laughs> just point. Remember uh, the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. He sing. He sings a song at the end called Gran Torino. It's wow. um. It's weird, so yeah. Oh God. Anyway, uh, let's jump ahead. 175. The Bridge on the River Kwai. Ah, classic. Alec Guinness. Yeah. I very much enjoyed this film. <laughs> yeah, and no, we'll I'm, leave I'm, that one there. No, it's not a very good film. It's a classic. It is a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It very yeah. much is. Okay, jumping ahead. The first Tarantino film in the list. Kill Bill Volume Love. One. <laughs> Love it so much. <laughs> I like it. Oh wow! Kind of you. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I could be here all day, and we will discuss this more in depth when I eventually do my Tarantino's episode. But um, I just, I think he's done better films. That's all I'm going to say. It's not a bad film, and it's certainly iconic, and it's certainly memorable. But I just think he's done better films, and that's that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Uh, anybody else want to chime in with anything? No, I agree with what you said. Not for me. I, I enough, love it. I remember Emma, you my like sisters it? watch it, and at first I was like, "What is this?" I was just shut up, watch it. You'll like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, really quickly, 171 Blade Runner. Beautiful movie. It's beautiful. Yep. I had a feeling. Yep. <laughs> I I I thought I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I thought it was a bit mind warping but i thought it was okay the question i have to ask is did you see the theatrical release or director's cut couldn't tell you okay you need to see like oh it's it's very like uh you either want oh, or the other. no i do i do remember i saw the director's cut ah right okay because they say the the director's cut uh, does make more sense but with the theatrical release you got the narration harrison ford didn't like the narration Okay, interesting. Uh, Andy, have you seen these? Uh, yes, great cinematography. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Just the rest of it didn't make the me The story's a little bit, you know, what's yeah. the word of mind fuck a bit, you know. It just... <laughs> yeah, it definitely is that. Um, okay, right. We've got a few good ones coming out, so I'm going to go through these as quickly as possible. 168, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Classic. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Great film. Um, anybody dislike Gone with the Wind? No. Um, I've never seen it. I've only ever seen clips of it, and again, it's one of those classics. But it's such a long film, like yes. Ben Hur. <laughs> I've never had three and a half hours. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I appreciate that. I have to admit, I watched it in two sittings, a bit like The Irishman. So, um, okay, cool. One hundred sixty-seven. Never seen this. Should have seen it. Don't know why I haven't. The Truman Show. It's the reason why I talk to myself. Oh, oh I, <laughs> I, I like the uh, film. However, I, I can't watch it now because when I was doing media, everything was write an essay on the Truman Show. We're watching the Truman Show. Write an essay about it. It killed it. Wow. Yeah, that's fair. 
that, that's that's why my opinion of Pulp Fiction isn't as as high as it should be for that exact same reason because we studied the fuck out of it in uh, media and it just got a bit weary in the end. So yes, I, I can appreciate what you're saying there, despite having not seen the film. Um, Susie, Andy, have either of you two seen it? Oh, I love it. Uh, if if ever it's on, it's one of those films that I'll sit and watch. I know I quote from it. I yeah, I just I just absolutely love it. Um, wonderful. Are you actually going to do 169 or are you skipping over that? Oh, I missed 169. I'm so sorry. We're going back. We're going back. Uh, we're going back. We're rewinding. I'm so sorry. I even looked at it as well. Uh, 169, Finding Nemo. How could I? How could uh The second Pixar film we've come across so far. We're certainly not wrapping this podcast up in an hour, are we? Um <laughs> Uh, okay, so Susie, since you reminded me, 169. Finally, Nemo, talk to us about why you like this film. Well, like you say, it's another Pixar film. Um, it follows on from the success of Monster Inks and Toy Story. And I think that to use, I know this sounds like a strange thing, but to use fish was quite unique. And to be able to then, after that, you've got things like Shark's Tale and all the other ones that followed um, that kind of, you know, piggybacked on the Finding Nemo um, success, if you like. And the characters are lovely and it introduced children to um, fish that they probably never would have known about. Nice. Okay. Put very nicely. Anybody um, else want to add anything? I was just going to say, I love this film just because one of the um, directors actually based the film on like a true story of his, how he became overprotective with his son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's nice. I didn't know that. Oh, nice. Okay. Good. It's a good film. Definitely one of my favourite Pixar films, to be fair. Um, nice. Okay. 166. Jumping back. Jurassic Park. Who doesn't like a T-Rex? Uh, Come on. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, is that you saying you don't like T-Rexes or you don't like the film, Susan? I've just never really got into any of the Jurassic Park films. They're just not... I've watched them. They've been on Christmas Day. You know, you sit there, it's there, you fall asleep. I'm just... It's just not my thing. Okay, fair enough. And I have to agree with you. Um, I've never been a massive... I don't get me wrong, I've watched them. I've not disliked them, but they've just never done anything to really wow me. Uh, so I, I agree with you there. Anybody else want to add anything with Jurassic Park? The first one's the only one I've watched more than once. Oh, okay. Well, well that says right. a lot about the first one. <laughs> and that's and that's why the first one's in the top 250. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, this will be a good one. 165, Train Spotting. Love it. It's a good movie. I yeah. went to... Uh, when I went to Edinburgh, I went to the, the the sort of arch that he runs under, and I was like, I'm going to go for a bit of a run, and I decided to run down the arch. It was hilarious. I'm sure you're not the first person to have done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you might be the first person to admit to doing it, Andrew. <laughs> hey, what can I say? I'm weird. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, anybody else want to give any thoughts on Train Spotting? Great film. Good acting. Hard hitting story again. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, to be the drug and all that and the baby. Baby, yeah, don't even that that baby scene completely uh, disappearing yeah. down the toilet and that sort of thing. It's just, oh, just yeah, 
How'd you come up with that yeah. sort of thing? You must have been on drugs, I reckon. Hmm. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, drugs. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I know Susie's going to have something to say about this next one. 164, The Sixth Sense. Oh, yes, I see dead people. <laughs> and that's all I'll say. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, good film. Good film. Uh, again, one of the, I think definitely one of the uh, better films. It did a bit of an Empire Strikes Back, kind of like... Did a, did a bit of a spoiler that made you go, oh, wow, that's quite impressive, uh, if you hadn't already worked it out. Uh, I, 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 I just want to... So what you're saying there, yes, I totally agree. What M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan... However you pronounce his last name, M. Night Shyamalan, there we go, done at the end of that movie was fantastic. And I feel like he's trying to chase that now with his other movies, and it's just missing the mark. Like, I, I hear lots of reports and lots of things about his movies, and they're not as well received as The Sixth Sense. Um, I mean, he did Unbreakable. That was pretty good. He did yeah, Signs. Did, did that was that. very good. Um, he, you know, he's, he's, he, I think he, the peak of his career was the late 90s and mm. to mid early 2000s. But yeah, I, I'd be willing to agree with you. But, you know, he, he's, he's done good films other than six cents but i think that'll be the thing he's remembered for yeah <laughs> uh okay next up okay 161 is a is a personal favorite a film called warrior with uh tom hardy and joel edgerton playing estranged brothers uh in a uh i think it's mixed martial arts movie uh it's one of those films a bit like forrest gump you think it's a true story and it's actually not and it's completely fiction, um, but because of the way the film is portrayed and involved around, you know, in, in real world events, you feel like it's a true story, and it actually isn't at all. Love it. Anybody else here seen Warrior? Yes, one I of Tom Hardy's best Warrior. films. Uh, I completely agree with you there. Uh, one of the very few films to kind of get me a little bit choked up and a bit emotional. Um, it's, I think, it's very, very good. Uh, Andrew. You've seen it? Thoughts? Yes, yeah, loved it. I um, again, it was it was one of those uh, we we saw it together. Uh, or sorry, you made you put it on, and you was like, "Watch this movie." And I went, "Okay, oh, okay." Um, and um, yeah, if I hadn't known that it wasn't a true story, I'd have thought it was a true story. Yeah, yeah. Um, Susie, Andy, have you reviews two seen it? No, no. Oh, you're missing out. You're missing out. I think you'd thoroughly enjoy it. Tom Tom Hardy is certainly uh he's a mean machine in this film, but it's it's he's got he's he's a tortured soul and I really like it's Nick Nolte as well. Nick Nolte plays their dad. Um so uh no, honestly, really good film. Really, really recommend it. Um and to anyone listening as well, uh if you've not seen Wario, give it a go. 160 Inside this. Out. I I uh, well, I'm completely oh, really? opposite. I thought this film was a bag of shite. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just going to let you guys talk on the, talk this one out. Uh, inside I out, really go. Enjoyed it. Oh, sorry, Susie. I was just going to say, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really powerful, a powerful film from a I know, from a kid's perspective. Yeah, it's all fun and different colours and stuff. Whereas from an adult's perspective, you kind of see, see it differently. That's what I really liked about it. Mm. Cool, cool. Susie? Yeah, I, I enjoyed the film um, because I think the thought of having all these little characters in your head that control your emotions is quite fun. And also the fact that you've got, you know, it happens to dogs and cats as well, so so they say. But agreeing with Emma, it does put, it, 
I think adults watch it slightly differently to children. Um, but I have to say, it's probably one of the only Pixar films that I actually get quite depressed about halfway through because of the um, sadness character. Um, I, I, I physically want to put my hand inside the television and strangle her. <laughs> And do you, know, no, do you know what? I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think that might be the reason why I dislike the film so much because it's a character. I know it does. It, it doesn't make the character sad, doesn't make me sad. She makes me actually irate. Yeah. And that is, I, I feel very negative emotions when I watch this film as a result. So, yes, I completely agree with you there. I, I like I like the premise of it. Um, I just don't like that particular character. But it, it goes, you know, it, it kind of says something about the lady who plays her, who has got, you know, she Phyllis Smith. She's been in a lot of things that I've watched, and her voice. Any time I hear her voice now, all I think of is that sadness character. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that that scarred you for life, then. <laughs> yeah. Damn okay. You, Phyllis Smith. yeah i yeah i think it's definitely one of the worst pixar films i've ever seen and i don't think pixar have made a bad film as such unless you think about cars but uh i think i think inside out just doesn't hit hit it for me so anyway a film that does is 158 which is v for vendetta i fucking love this film i think this is one of the greatest films of the past 20 years uh it's just Oh, it's just flawless for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Andy, V for Vendetta, have you seen oh it? Oh my god, never seen it. <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, okay. I Emma, love this thoughts film. on V for Vendetta? It's, it's so good. And the thing is, it's you think actually something like this could happen potentially. What happens in the film? Hundred percent. Well, yeah, exactly, you know what? Today yeah. more than ever. <laughs> I think I think I think if there was ever going to be a time where the events of this film became a reality, I think yeah. it'd be now for some reason. Uh, not to go very not to go political, but if you watch if you've seen this film, you'll know what we mean. Um, but yes, yeah, Susie and Andy, give it a go. I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, yeah, and you know what? To be fair to Natalie Portman, she does an all right job of putting on a British accent. An all right job. Um, Andrew, have you seen it? I have seen it uh, multiple times and. Um, yeah, really good. I that yeah. In terms of the film, that's what I'll have to say on that. It's really it's a it's a good cool. film. I okay. Love it. Okay. Uh, one hundred fifty-seven. No country for old men. I feel like Andy, you've seen this one. I have a couple of times. Um, Javier Javier Bardem is fantastic and very menacing in it. Uh, yes, that's the one where he goes around getting uh, putting something in the door. Knobs, yeah, it's, it? it's a gas thingy that, you know, it. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, uh, it's a very good film. Anybody else seen it? No. Anybody else? No. No. No? Okay. No, yeah, but there's right. a re- there is a there is a really creepy scene where he's at a petrol station, or as the Americans call it, a gas station. Um and it's so creepy and so weird. It, it shows uh, Javier Bardem as just just a really cracking actor. Yeah, a cracking yeah. actor too. Okay, uh, 154 Shutter Island. Um, I, I had a conversation with someone recently who said that um, actually no, it was in a previous podcast. Uh, one of our friends um, had listened to the podcast where I'd said about 
talking about Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, best roles. Um, and I didn't mention Shutter Island. And she said she thought it was a masterpiece of a film. And I went back and said, eh, it's all right. <laughs> um, and, and that is all I have to say about that. I think it's not a bad film. I thought the twist was pretty good. If We won't obviously reveal it, but it's got a good twist in it. But otherwise, it didn't do much for me, even though it's a thriller. Um, Susie, have you seen it? I have, and I actually really enjoyed it. The problem with a film like this, because it does have such a twist, once you've seen it once... You kind of then from the beginning of the film, you know how it ends. So it spoils it for you. I do really feel that it's a once in a lifetime experience. Otherwise, why bother watching it again? And that's that's the problem with a lot of films that have a major twist in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anybody else want to add in anything about Shutter Island? No. No. Okay, cool. All right, we're going to jump ahead a few now because I'm conscious of time. We're going to jump up. Um, I'm just going to do... Uh, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the film. I'm going to pick on one person who I think may or may not have seen it, and we'll go from there. So we're going to go to 147, which is Raging Bull. Andy, have you seen Raging Bull? I have. Do you like Lamotta. it? It's about the boxer, Jake LaMotta, and it's a very good film. Great performance from De Niro, as always. Okay, yeah, cool. Really nice. Okay, um, 146. Uh, definitely a Ghibli film here. My Neighbour Totoro. No, uh, Emma, have you seen this film? Okay, has anybody here seen this film? No. 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 Okay. I believe I have, but I don't remember anything about it. Uh, okay, next on the list. Uh, there Will Be Blood, 145. Another Daniel Day-Lewis film. Um, has anybody here seen this? No. Yes, very good film. Okay. Yeah. Recommend yeah, it. I suppose. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, 144, Susie, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Fantastic film, fantastic cast and even better soundtrack. Yes. Yes, the Greek scene. <laughs> yes. um, uh, okay. Uh, 141. I'm going to throw this one out there. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Should have won the Oscar. <laughs> yes, I agree. Very, I think it's a very good film. I don't think it's Scorsese's best film, but I certainly think it's a good film. Um, uh, Andy, thoughts on Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, it's a good film. I, it's not one that I'd go out and watch again, sort of thing. You know, but yeah, I enjoyed no, it at the time, and that was about it. I love this film, okay. and I could watch Emma? it again and again. I just, yeah, I think it's so entertaining. Okay, cool. Nice. Okay. Uh, 140, uh, The Great Escape. Funnily enough, I've been thinking about this film a lot recently. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's because I recently rewatched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and they do a very clever scene in it where they suggest that Leonardo DiCaprio's character in it uh, was up for the running of uh, Steve McQueen's character, and they superimposed his head over the top of Steve McQueen very well. I'd like to point out, um, and they redid the entire scene, and it was it was good. So maybe that's why I've been wanting to watch it. But um, I, I think this is one of the most classic movies of all time. <laughs> it's yeah. quite simply, really good. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah great cast. Um, I think it's got it's got Richard Attenborough in it, isn't it? And yeah, James yeah. Garner, um, yeah. obviously Steve McQueen. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if, Sorry, say that again. Lots of famous people in it. It's just oh, got some good actors in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. a good Sunday afternoon film. Yeah, it really is. Uh, if you've not seen Great Escape, definitely watch it. Uh, 139. I'm not a fan of this film, and actually, uh, 
conversation I had recently, I said I felt like it uh, blended into one of the many Robert De Niro roles around the time, Casino. Um, I am yet to see this movie. I just didn't, didn't, I think I need to give it another go, but it didn't work for me. Uh, Andy, have you seen it? Yeah, it's a good film. It's a poor man's Goodfellas. Mm. Yes, I, I, I think from what I have seen of it, I'd be willing to agree there. Anybody else seen it? Yeah, I've 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 seen it um, off the back of Andy watching it, and I would wholeheartedly agree. I did feel like I was watching another film of a higher calibre when I was watching yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's cool. Okay, 138, and then we're going to do a big jump. Um, a Beautiful Mind. Uh, now, uh, Ron Howard has done two uh, films with, with Russell Crowe. One is A Beautiful Mind and the other is Cinderella Man, which is the true story biopic about um, James Braddock, the boxer. Um, for someone who's not into boxing films, Cinderella Man is actually in my top five films of all time. Um, I wish this was here instead of A Beautiful Mind. However, I can't knock A Beautiful Mind. I think it's a very, very good film. Uh, Andy, I think it was you that introduced me to it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And again, a true story as yes, well. Yes, it's a great film. Very good film. Yeah, if you've not seen it, watch it. Uh, okay, we're jumping right up to 130, and then we're going to do another big jump. 130, Batman Begins. I believe this is the first Christopher Nolan film on the list. Uh, Emma, talk to me about Batman out Begins. Of the three, if I'm honest, um, but it just sets it just sets it up nicely, really, doesn't it, for the other two films? Yeah, it, <laughs> it is my favourite out of the three. <laughs> For reasons that I'll go into another day, otherwise we'll be here all day. Andrew, do you like Batman Begins? Um, I will agree. I, I do agree, should I say, with Emma. Um, I like it, but it's not my favourite. Uh, we will get to my favourite in a minute because I know it's on the list. Um, Okie dokie. But yeah, I agree with Emma. Cool. Um, Andy, Susie, Batman Begins, quick thoughts, just uh, because it's quite an iconic film. Along with you, uh, my favourite Batman film. Ah, oh, nice. Good. I'm glad someone agrees with me. Um, okay. 126. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. I'll give I'll give everyone a chance with this one. It's only fair. Uh, Susie. Well I, well, I mean, it just follows on from what I said about the life of Brian. I mean, they're just, they're iconic. They're funny. Yes, you do have to have a certain sense of humour to understand the humour of the Monty Python crew but they will live on and when the day comes when all of them have gone on to the um you know the pastures new <laughs> yes yes their Monty Python of pastures new they will still live on okay uh Andy yeah agree it's a very good film very funny yeah Monty Python at the best I think just Emma. feel the same as what's already been said Andrew. Hello. I love this movie. I it's the it's the one Monty Python movie I've seen the majority of the, most of, should I say? I've seen recurring times and uh can quote it almost verbatim from start to finish. Like it's just so good. Okay. And I haven't seen it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen I've seen bits of it. I'd like to point out. Obviously, I I know some of the more famous elements of it, but as a as a whole, I haven't actually seen it. Okay, hundred and twenty five. Is it a Christmas film yeah. or not? Yeah. Die Hard. Yes, it is. 
It's a film set at Christmas. It's not it's a Christmas a... film. Oh, here we go. Of course it's a Christmas <laughs> film. It's a film set at Christmas. He writes ho, ho, ho on a dead man someone, tied to a dead Someone chair. does also wish someone a, a, a Merry Christmas. Uh, There's like, a Christmas I song a, in the credits. I have a Christmas There's, jumper yeah. that says ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. So it's a Christmas film. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, why is it not a Christmas film? No, because a Christmas film is a film that is made for the Christmas market. So it's a film that when the writers, producers, directors put it together, they said, this is going to sell because it's Christmas. It's that time of year. When Die Hard was written, no, no, no. If you look into it, when Die Hard was written and put together, this was not sold as a Christmas film. And that's where I'll leave it. Well, neither was it. It's a Wonderful Life. Yet yeah, that's considered a Christmas film. Oh uh, yes, but that's a, Ooh, but you know yourself. There's a, <laughs> there's a different story behind that one. It's a completely different story. When It's a Wonderful Life was written, there wasn't such a thing as a Christmas film. The very first film that was written to appeal to the Christmas audience was A White Christmas with Bing Crosby. Okay, fair enough. I will not argue with you there because you sound like you know your shit. So um... I think I just heard a mic drop just then. I think think, think you just picked it back up again, Ross, didn't you? I think I may have. Um... (laughs) Okay, right. I have an important question for my guests. We are now officially halfway through the 250 list, but we have done an hour and 15 of the podcast. Do we want to continue or do we want to wrap today's podcast up there and do a part two next week? I'm going to let you guys decide. I'm happy to continue. I'm happy to to leave it there. Um, If guys don't mind, I'm ready to do part two next week. Part two next week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Let's do part two. Yeah. Oh, considering considering we've got so many films that we probably are going to want to discuss that are in the top one hundred and twenty-five. Oh, yeah, Five. I'm going through the list now. I'm pretty sure we're going to want to mention at least ninety percent of these films. So it's only fair that they get the time they deserve instead of us rushing through. So. There we have it. I would like to invite you to come back and join us next week for part two. Um, We'll obviously get that sorted. So there you have it. Um, To our listeners, uh, what do you think of our opinions on the first 125 films in the list? How many have you seen? How many haven't you? Obviously, we didn't mention all of them. So I would uh, encourage you to have a look on the official list and perhaps create a checklist. Uh, I know I will be. Uh, We will pick up next week with 124 onwards. And as I say, it is, I can say, safely say we will have to discuss most of these. Um, So I'd like to thank Emma, Andrew, Susie and Andy for joining me today um, for uh a spontaneous part one <laughs> uh and i hope to the, the four of you will join us next week to continue and finish the list um so yes uh audience hope you've enjoyed this episode of nobody puts podcast in a corner there we go i'm getting better at that <laughs> and we shall see you this time next week take care stay bye. safe and see you bye. soon bye, bye.